It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Here we are. Uh, it's the Zero Series. Smythe, I'm the host this time, and I got a special guest for you guys. Like, I'm bringing back from from the throwback. I'm bringing back Joe Green. What's going on? How you doing, man? How you doing? Good. It's been a long time, man. Are you, are you, are you ready to get some ideas off or some thoughts off here? I am. Let's talk about sports. I'm totally We're ready to go into sports. Well, first of all, let's talk about where you've been. Uh, new father, recent graduate. You've been doing a lot, man. A lot. It's good. Looks good on you, man. That's awesome. Thank you. I appreciate um, it. Ready for the summer? Totally ready for the summer. I know, bro. It's in like, um, let's get into it. The only reason we are here to talk about one thing: the NBA Finals has been crazy. The drama, the story, stuff that's going on, what it means for the off season. And I said, we gotta get in and get our opinion in on this. So I have just a few questions. I hope it doesn't take long. I mean, but it might. But let's start with Game Five. How crazy was it? Like, it? It was amazing. Like, come on! It was man. a roller coaster ride. I, I mean, I think we all felt that moment where when Kawhi started going off, yep. those two minutes stretch there. Like, I, I, I thought it was over. I mean, think of the feeling you're feeling at that point. A, we're behind that whole game. Then we come back, and then it's Kawhi knocking down two threes in a row. We're like, this guy is literally Superman. Oh yeah! Like the entire arena, the pool, the bar. It's it it very Jordan. The bar was electric. We it's like very Jordan. Like now, with three minutes left, though, Nick Nurse calls a timeout in the midst of that run. Did you hear his explanation for the timeout? I did. He's trying to give the team a little bit more energy, a boost. Unfortunately, it turned into giving Golden State Warriors a boost. A little boost. The rule is they changed the timeout rule. So if he didn't call a timeout before the three-minute mark, he would lose that timeout and be left with only two. So that was his actual reasoning. But in hindsight, if you're your best player right now is on fire. Like, you know NBA Jam, you hit three in a row? Totally. He's on fire. Got to feed the hot how are you? How are you turning that off? And everyone is saying that, you know, Nick Nurse is a rookie coach. And sometimes, you know, you just don't coach. That's, that's the strategy. Do you think he missed a chance just to like let it ride and let these guys just do what they're doing and win the championship here? He definitely missed a chance there to just let it ride. The, the, the call was an accident, yeah. but literally that. And it's an accident with good intention. It was like, well, you know what? I think maybe this might give these guys a quick breather. I don't want to lose these timeouts to nothing, so let me use them. It just it didn't work out. Because no. if we had won, we wouldn't even be questioning it. No, exactly. We would miss whatever. But, I mean, you come back from that timeout and the Splash Brothers splash. 
You know what I'm saying? And you know what happens? Like you you have the whole arena at that crazy moment, okay? And then just for a few seconds, you forget who you're playing. Do you see what I'm saying? Totally. The whole building's blowing up. You're sitting time out. Kawhi just dropped 10 in a row. It's the NBA championship. It's not a regular game, you know? And you forget for, it was two minutes, they forgot who they were playing. Right? Yep. Klay Thompson dashed three. Steph Curry dashed three with a hand on him. Klay Thompson stepped back three. Now you're down two. Yeah. It, it, it's hard to come it, it, It's crazy because when you look at it back now, you realize that literally what he was hoping to do for his team in that moment, it he just did, did, for did for them. He did for Golden State. He totally did for them. And they, now from up six to down three, and then I guess we, we get a goal 10 layup, and then we get the final shot of the game. Exactly. Um, the Raps get to the final shot again, because in game two, we had a chance to win at the end as well. Yep. So it's crazy to see, like, like the first game, the Raptors played extremely bad. This game, Golden State played extremely well. They hit 23s, right? That doesn't happen a lot. And we didn't hit, and we didn't hit many shots right. either. Kawhi, in fact, if this is the one game outside of that two minute stretch that Kawhi, we can honestly say throughout these whole playoffs, didn't play well. Yeah, yeah, he didn't have a good game, and only lost by one point. Yeah, so I'm like, the, how hard Golden State has to play to win a game is a testament to how much better I think the Raptors are than them. I agree. You know, especially defensively. Yeah. Defense, like at first I was like, well, they just shoot three, so defense won't really matter. But now I'm looking at it like these guys are having a hard time getting off. Yeah. Which is why it's crazy that after that timeout, Golden State got off three straight threes the way they did. Do you know what I mean? Like, we've been guarding them hard all series. They literally just were like. But that's coaching too. Yeah. See, like that was the whole point of that timeout. That you know timeout saying? gave them a chance to like scribble something down. And then this or just up. be like, listen. We're going to do the, you know, just be loose. We're going to try to both, you know, we know what we want to do in this moment. And it's yeah. a three ball from our two, one from one of our two from best shooters. Two guys that can hit the yeah, game. so it just went the wrong way big time. Yeah. Um, if you're Steve Kerr and you squeeze that out like that, how are you feeling right now? Are you kind of nice or are you like, ha, ha, ha? I feel happy that we survived, definitely. Right. Especially if you're Steve Kerr. He's been in those situations of trying to repeat so you understand you got to take your wins however yeah. you get them, yeah. especially in the moment where you're the one down 3-1. So I think he's fine with that. But losing KD in the process was a little funny. That was the next thing I was going to talk about. Like They talked about KD coming back for since he went out, basically. And he practiced in the morning, and he plays at night. Within 12 minutes... He goes out with what everyone thought he hurt before, an Achilles injury. Mm -hmm. We all know the storm is coming because people are going to be looking for someone's head about this. Do you think they forced him to come back and play? No. I, I, I think at that moment they asked him yeah. how he felt, especially after knowing that like this is basically our season, our, our dynasty, if you want to say technically on the line. I think they asked him how he felt. And I think that he knew he wasn't 100%. So did they. But they're like, if we all feel like, like if you feel okay, then I guess we'll, uh, we'll, we'll all you, go with it. We'll, yeah, we'll see how it goes. You, we'll and it. let's be real. It was cooking for a minute there. Like What I was going to say is the start of the remember what I was, I said, I said, listen, like if he's going to be a spot up shooter, that's fine. He could play 15, 20 minutes if he's going to play like that. Yeah. You know? And yeah, definitely. And like we said, the second he made a basketball move, you know, and and I was like, for a minute he forgot. 
Yeah. He forgot. He was cooking. And he was he cooking. Saw, he got in his moment. Yeah. Started to get into the bag, and that was it. He, ca- he caught the rock, caught the rock, hit the triple threat, and then, and then Serge Ibaka comes out. And Ibaka came out closing out, and you know that's food for KD. KD's taking that jab right around And, and you, that was his right reaction. His reaction elbow. was exactly yeah, what know, he would I do. I the KD move right there. Exactly. You know? That the was his reaction. he made a KD move and not a stand-up shooter move, that's it. Um, who do you blame? Because you got to blame somebody. I blame overall the coaching staff. Coaching at, the, staff. At, at the end of the day, it's like I expect a player especially a player of KD's caliber, to want to play in that moment. Yep. In fact, that's what you want to see from a guy you're giving max contract and he's up for max money and all that. So, like, that fits in line with who his character should be. I want to be out there with one limb if I got to be out there. But it's like, yeah, it's definitely up to the coaching staff and then management to, like, just oversee that and be like, you know what, is this really worth it? And unfortunately, the gamble didn't pay off so to speak, last night. It kind of did. If if you're if, oh, they won. if if winning the one game is what, what you wanted, wanted, then it worked out. But yeah, since but. the series is still up in the air, yeah. it looked like it could be a possibly a bad gamble. I mean, for me, I'm going to blame a lot of people. A, he should have been cleared to play. If I know from here that he shouldn't be playing, for sure doctors should know. For sure his agent should know. For sure the team should know. For sure Definitely. the coach should know yeah. that he shouldn't be playing. So the fact that he even got on the court, I was like, listen, it's not worth it. I feel like I even tweeted, like, man, you don't have to play this game. You you prove yourself over these three years. Everyone knows who you are. His stock couldn't have fallen if they lost this series if he didn't play. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? If anything, it would have went up. Right? His stock could fall if he played and they lost anyways. That's not really good for him going into the offseason. So there's no real game for him from playing. Yeah. Except for though he really wants to be out there. And I get it. But if if you're KD's agent and he says, I really want to be out there, you got to be the guy to say, listen, man, it's not worth it for you. And I bet you he probably even did. I, I, I bet he probably did. We have did. to say it enough for him to not do it. Yeah. but I mean, like, if you're KD's friend and he calls and you're talking to him and he's like, I might play. It's up to you to be like, hey, man. You don't need to do it. The coaching staff should be like, hey, man, you're not going to be cleared. That, and that's the main point, I think, right there. I think a lot of those people, like you said, his agent, I think they, did, I think his agent did tell him that. I think his friend did tell him that. Yeah. The just, coaching staff now, that's, and they you know, management, it. that's where they were the ones that needed to bring out the red tape and be like, no, you can't, you can't right? do it. So I'm like, they weren't looking out for his best interest. They weren't. The team was not. No. And then Steve Kerr. I hate to shoot the hate at you, but Kerr had him in for a few minutes, pulls him out, and then he pulls him out. The rap is going to run, and he puts him right back in. You know this guy shouldn't be on the court. You can't. You're not going to push. Yeah, right? you got to manage his minutes at this you moment. Got, like right? he can't. You have to use some kind of logic. You yeah. know, he didn't care about him. The team. Oh, you know, he hopefully comes back. Whatever they. We're definitely egging this guy to play. They were. They don't care about him. Like they care, but we all. You know what the problem is? It's like they just didn't really analyze. Like it's amazing that like they knew the severity of his situation, but didn't put it together with the severity of what could happen if it goes wrong, or, or the point of the playoffs that they're in with the finals. So it's like you bring him. He was practicing for what a couple hours yeah. against staff. And now, now he's going to be in the game. He'll be in a do or die game in the NBA Finals. It's like, like I said, the minute he, the minute he got cooking and forgot, yeah. obviously he went to his bag move, and that's exactly what I saw and thought was going to happen. If he didn't get hurt this game, 
I definitely saw him not being available for the second half just due to being worn down. Yeah. Yeah. To be honest with you. And top everything else. Right. I I just, I was blown away that they let that happen to this guy. Because now, forget about this year. Your Achilles is torn. You're not playing next. Your cousin's tore his Achilles. Yeah. If we remember, he tore his Achilles before the playoffs last year and he didn't play till damn near the playoffs now. Do you know what I mean? Yep. So I'm like, I don't, I don't know, man. And and then on top of that, when you looked at the actual injury in the first place, the team said calf, but everyone else said Achilles. So now if you get, if you take that into the fat and then now the fact to let him play and then he completely tore it now within 12 minutes, like Golden State looks really bad here. They look really bad, you know? But, you know, it's funny because they never had to try to lighten his injury. Yeah. Especially because they turned around and tried to play him in the first place. So they could have just started with, oh, he has a strained Achilles tendon. Yeah. We all saw the pictures. The guy's got ice on the lower bottom of his leg. It's nowhere near the calf. So it's like, just say maybe he's got a strained calf or something. Or a strained, sorry, a strained Achilles tendon at that calf portion, whatever. But they could have doctored it a lot better. Like the idea of how they they handled it, just to turn around and play it, they they did mess that one up. They they totally handled it totally. wrong. And, totally. And so what I hope he does, and well, I said this before to you, I hope he opts in. I hope he opts in next season. Doesn't play a single game. Takes all that cap space from the Warriors that they can't use on another player like Clay Thompson. Clay's got to go somewhere else to get his money because yep. he can't sign the Supermax now because this stacked team left him off the All-NBA teams, right? That, that's the reason why he's not All-NBA, let's be honest. Well, I can tell you this. If they show... Well, I mean, okay, it's not even about them showing because I guess KD has the option to opt in, in which case it changes everything. Yeah. But KD being there is also the reason that KD, or that Clay doesn't have $30 million exactly. extra. So... If Katie opts in, it already squeezes Clay out of the situation exactly. automatically. So I hope Clay's got to go somewhere else. And he yeah. goes to another great team. Raptors. And he could take them right back to the finals where he belongs. So he can go to six straight. And then Katie leaves after next year. Not playing a game for Golden State for what they did to him. Because I think that was foul. That's. And I mean, you're down 3-1. I get it. But them winning this third championship shouldn't be more important than Katie's health. And that's what they said. Kind of. But like I said, once again, KD wanted to play. I don't, and, you know and, that's, and that's part of the problem. You got to protect guys from themselves at that point. But you know Especially what? Especially with that. I agree with you overall that you're right about one thing. They still should have made the final call. At the end of the day, it's like, listen, I saw a lot of bragging from Steph. I saw a lot of bragging from Clay. These guys wanted to remind us that, you know, they're still a championship team without KD. So then why, why? What's with all the pressure then? That's what I was... Uh, so my next thing is going like the future of the finals. These guys came into the finals saying that they won one without this guy. That they don't need him. They're still this team without him. Clearly, they're not better than this Raptors team without him. I agree. They're and not. there's nothing wrong with that, by the way. This is a great Toronto Raptors team. They're, they're so, not. This is a great defensive team. This is, this is the perfect example of what... If Golden State was firing necessarily at all cylinders, even with a Kevin Durant, you would see at least the best defense that's available to that stop can neutralize that, that right yeah. now. And, right. and 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 they're already going in, yeah, essentially a man down, but just clearly not having that true championship mentality. They're talking it, but they're not watching. They don't. It. Well, I, the fact that they made Kate even try to come into this series and try to win this series, we know they knew they weren't up to the task without him. 
Okay. Exactly. And that that's fine. That's fine. But like and the psychological edge. At the end of the day, they've been hanging him over the series, including the media and their own team, yep. this whole time. And so basically, this is what they get for trying to run. That psychological advantage looked like it was working for a quarter. But they weren't and a taking, bit. they weren't getting away. Like the game, I'm saying, even with him, like they went on a crazy run to start. They, I think they hit their first five threes. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. They didn't open up a 20 point lead with their first five no. threes. No. It just, it just made Clay. It just make Clay and Steph realize that they're they're opened up more that yeah, they, and the that they can get off what more. they want to do. But overall, we already know that was it was a horrible gamble, horrible gamble. It, I don't I don't think it's gonna pay off. I do think the Raptors end up winning this series. Like, what if so, now? What if now Golden State goes only three at Oracle in the finals? Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, because the Raptors you know, take this now. It's like Oracle. The arena you're leaving, you got you're gonna go out losing three straight games in there. That's rough. I mean, and this KD things that hang over them all, all summer basically. Now, do you think they pull out Game Six to Golden State? Do they think they have a chance? Golden State definitely thinks they have a chance. Do you think they have a chance? I think Golden State has a chance, but I personally believe that based off of the steadfastness of the Raptors' defense, I guess it's been the most consistent aspect of their team. Yeah. This whole season, and and obviously the playoffs, right? And I just feel like. That's going to be the key deciding factor for them because realistically, it, we we've seen it already. Yep. I mean, so I'm I, look, think, I think the Raptors take this. Like one. I'm looking at the Raptors defense aside. Serge Ibaka, he's been bringing it. Marcus Saul, he's been bringing it. You know, Green, I think he had one off game, but he's been knocking down his shots. Kyle Lowry's finding his groove. And his groove isn't hitting everything, but he now he's taking that that fall away jumper. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He's trying to get in yeah. the lane more. Toronto's he's, got a lot of wild cards. It's very hard to plan for who might have a good night. Right? But you have all those guys, and when they're getting the shots, if a couple of them are falling, that's 30 extra points, 40 extra points in there. Kawhi's yeah. got 30. Um, you got Long Siakam trying up. You know, I don't think Golden State's good enough. To even keep up with them scoring wise, I know Siakam played the worst game probably of this series so thus far yesterday. Yep, and they lost. Uh, or they lost only by one, by point, one point. Once again, one point. So it's so, like I'm like all that effort, and I just think you're gonna lose to a better team. But the media doesn't think the Raptors are the better team. The fans obviously, and I don't think Golden State thinks they're the better team. And I think the pressure is on Golden State because they think they should be handily winning this series, and I don't understand why. Like they don't know how good this team is. It's not like Mark Gasol was an all defense. Serge Ibaka was an all defense. I think they just look at it like they're trying to weigh the fact that they have final experience, NBA Finals experience, but not only NBA Finals experience, the fact that they're on their third crack in a row at it. Yeah. I think that's what leads them to think they have a they're, huge psychological advantage that's not there. Right? It's like, I mean, Kyle Lowry's in the last five All Star games. Like, this is a very good team. And I feel like that pressure led perhaps Kevin Durant to come in and Steve Kerr to keep playing Kevin Durant. You know what I mean? These are irrational decisions that are being made. And I don't know if U.S. media is feeding that into them, but I feel like, uh, I, I hope it ends, to be honest, I hope we destroy them on Thursday and then that's it. It's over. And then we can get to that off season, which will be questions and, you know, karma on what's going to happen to these yeah, guys after. What teams, what adjustments are going to be made. I, I agree. I mean, I, I hope that the Raptors do... You know, the right, I think the Raptors are going to be a problem, you know, come game six anyway, 
they're not going to have another terrible shooting performance. Somebody on that supporting cast is going to be gonna, they, they didn't playing play, well. They didn't play terrible. They didn't play terrible. This game. They didn't play terrible. But they didn't necessarily play they could hit more shots. a, rap, a Raptor game. Their defense yeah. is what it was supposed to be. And like I said, once again, that is the X I mean, factor. After that timeout, if that talent didn't happen, Golden State's under 100 points. Yeah, remember, they scored nine points in three exactly. straight possessions, right? I, I mean, without that. So maybe that timeout's more important than we're, we're talking about, right? You know what I'm saying? Like The timeout's huge. The timeout know? huge. It was just a huge momentum swing. And yeah. unfortunately, the wrong it was way. the wrong time to call that. Like, Because yeah, yeah, yeah. even, even if you're trying to give your team the momentum, yeah, it's like they already have it. They don't need rest right they now. Like the they're, they're of it. Yeah, you know they're I mean? on like, right now. It's only three minutes. Yeah. How tired? How tired do you they're think they're not they tired? Really You're are. not tired when you start hitting shots and getting excited. The whole arena. Yeah. So, but hey, I'm not even gonna say it's a rookie coach mistake. coaching mistake. I think it's just a mistake. It's a coaching mistake. It's a coach. No, no, it's a coach for a long time. It's a coaching mistake. It's a coaching mistake for sure. He's coached for a long time. Exactly. Um. Okay. Well. We'll leave that till that happens on Thursday. All right. Up next, um, Nash put together his free agency predictions. Some of them are interesting. One of them, I guess we have to change up, but I'm just going to tell you what he picked, see what you pick, and I'll, I'll pick what I pick. All right. You don't have any going into a no foresight, so you're kind of on the spot here. But hey, whatever. It's a team podcast. Let's do it. Um, Nash has Kawhi Leonard staying in Toronto. I think so. Yeah? Yeah. Do you think it's, it's because it's not enough here? Or do you just think we're putting up murals of this guy? Like, he's being celebrated, which is any first-year player ever in the history of the game. I think it's a combination of all that. Uh, he came to Toronto unexpectedly, but he just decided, I'm not going to complain. I'm just going to go with the program, see what they have laid out for me. And I think it's just been a win-win for everyone. And, yeah, I do think he's coming back. Yeah. I think he's the epitome of comfort when he came here. And then, like, Masai said, I'm doing everything I can to keep this guy and they've literally done everything they can. Yeah. You know, you got the whole country behind you, you got national campaigns, you got you got whatever this guy needs. You know, for him to walk away from this kind of you, I'd be like, what else do you need right now? You yeah. know? So I agree there. Uh Kevin Durant. Knicks. Nash has the Knicks as well. Even now? Even now. I right, I'll tell you this. If there was a team. <laughs> And I don't mean this necessarily in a bad way, but if there was a team that's definitely going to go all in on an injured player, it's the New, it's York, the Knicks. New York Knicks. And it's Kevin Durant. Like, let's be real. It's Kevin Durant, that's, though. That's well, well, with all due respect, it's Kevin if Durant. Durant came to me in a walking boot and said he's coming to my team next year. I'd be like, nope, yeah. you walk right in. Walk yeah. right in. Yeah. Who so. do I get rid of? They're going to have RJ Barrett. Um, The next guy is Kyrie Irving. Where do you think he's going to go? Kyrie... I'm not gonna lie, I can see Kyrie in New York as well. See? If Kyrie's not going to New York to join uh to join Durant, I, I won't be surprised if he ends up in LA with Braun. Right? You think it's one or the other? I think it's right. one or the other. Do you think his mind changed last night now that he knows he's not even gonna have Durant that first year? One hundred percent. Right? Not changed, but it You gotta think about it now. It's, it's a little bit more to think about. Yeah. It's a little bit more to think about. Because time's on the essence. I think Durant's at thirty years old too. Yeah. So so he's the wrong side of 30 with one of the most serious injuries in sports, right? Yeah. So, like, if he doesn't come back the same, now you're stuck in New York with R.J. Barrett, you know? Yeah. Um, I get it. But if you're Kyrie, like, a return to the Lakers, you go back to the Lakers now, like, everyone's going to talk about it. Braun's older. Like, he's not going to be as good as when he was when you were in Cleveland. And I don't think Kyrie's as good either. Yeah, I know. Well, Kyrie, I think Kyrie's still good. The question is... At this point in their careers, 
do they both have enough to go through the West and then eventually win a title? Now yeah. that I, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah. Now they get Kyrie and add AD to the mix. That's 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 what I'm talking. Now about we have right something there. different to talk about. Yeah. No, I mean, is Kyrie gonna go and not take max money? Because that's what you're talking about right now. I can tell you right now. He would, I guess, have to. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, that's why I think that's the second choice. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's like you're forty million. He can take. He can have everything he wants. Yeah. If he goes to New York, and I, I think he's at that point of his career more than he's at the point to like, reproving that he can win again. I guess with LeBron. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Clay Thompson. I think Clay stays. Mm-hmm. So does that. Because they're gonna find a big way to try to make him stay, regardless of what's going what on with Kevin right now. Because I think they need to. If they want to keep this team intact. But I would almost love, okay, I don't want this to happen because we're all playing in the same conference, but as a sleeper team, it would be amazing if there was something worked out and he went to Philly. Oh, I don't want that either. I wouldn't want it, Man, but it would, would be nuts. It. I mean, I, here's it would my be nuts. Thing. Philly has a space because they have guys exactly. who sign. I get it. It would be kind of crazy. That, it would be, a, it'd be a, like a crazy wild card. That's, like, a good, that's a good pull. Yeah. Imagine that. It'd be nuts. Damn. It'd be nuts kind of. So Man. I, so yeah, I go with Golden State, though. I think he's going to Golden State. Um, the grapevine is Clay was looking at schools in Toronto, saying he might come over here. The problem with that is if we beat them and he comes over here, he's going to get the same hate. He won't because he's never had, he was never, he's never been looked at as the number one guy in the franchise. Yeah. And clearly, if he's coming to join Kawhi Leonard, He'll be that number two. He he knows he knows what he like. He's not looking for necessarily a number one spot. He's trying to be stay competitive and show that he's a clear classic number number two. Yeah. To to a to a guy who's doing it doing it all. So I think Clay just knows himself. Toronto would be amazing. Amazing. A fit for him. But you, you know, know we'll see. We'll you know see. why be the best fit? Because at ten mil, you could keep Danny Green as well. You see what I'm saying? You upgrade, and now, plus off the bench comes Danny Green, who won't care about coming off the bench. And now you have a team that they're and the going best back player to the beside you is the number one I'm two way player. Like between the between the, the two top of you, two way players, top two way two way players on a team that's already the best defensive team. So it it would be great for Clay, but we'll see what happens. We'd be way over the tax though. It's okay. Yeah, you gotta win. It's the press to win exactly. <laughs> Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Buckets, I think he's going to end up... If Philly's smart, they're going to try to find a way to have him, him back. But I, he's, I've he's, i been saying it forever, so I'm going to say it now. I want to see him in Toronto. Jimmy, <laughs> I need you in Toronto. Similar to Clay. Similar, yeah. similar to Clay, it's like it's that defensive aspect, but a guy who's obviously still offensively sound enough. So, I mean, yeah, Philly's smart. He should be back in Philly next year. I probably will be in Philly if I have to make a final prediction. But, yes, I'd love to see him in Toronto as well. Right. So I think Jimmy's after the dollars. So Nash has Indiana Pacers, which is fine. Wow. Right? I mean... I tell you this. If Nash is right, Jimmy yeah. was really about the dollars. Yeah. Now, I have a, I have a worse one. I have the Charlotte Hornets with wow. Kemba Walker. You, you could get a big man... Now, there's a guy that's got, probably going to be stuck because of the dollars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that Jimmy goes over there because Jimmy's going to take every dollar he can get. And honestly, I'm not going to be mad if Jimmy does. Jimmy Jimmy probably should. In a league right now where everyone's getting paid and the window is probably closing. Yeah. 
I would go for it. But I mean, they'd be competitive. It's not like they're going to be a bad team. They're also in the East. But they're not going to be a good team. They could get somewhere, you know? First round and they're out. My third one is like if... If the Bucks are willing to to move away from uh, Chris Middleton or move away from Brogdon, Jimmy Jimmy fit. Jimmy going Jimmy to Milwaukee, be a great fit. That would be mean. In fact, if you're Milwaukee, that's where you should be. Yeah, trying if to you do. listen to this, Milwaukee Bucks, Milwaukee should be trying to get Jimmy or Clay Thompson. Yep. those are the two top prospects. Yeah. If you're Milwaukee, hundred percent. That'd be crazy. Uh, Tobias Harris. Once again, if you're Philadelphia, you're trying to hold on to <laughs> him. Trying to keep that. I mean, Philly, you already know the price to compete, just like every other team does. So. Yeah, Philly. Philly's trying to retain these guys. Does but he could easily leave if they end up if they end up re-signing Jimmy. Then I won't be surprised if he's gone. Right. Because there's two guys trying to get max dollars and it's tight. Yeah, it's gonna be tough. So so I think Tobias Harris needs to win. I think Tobias Harris is gonna get a phone call from the Lakers, and that second round after they don't secure the AD trade or they don't right. And I can see him going there. But I see him only going there if one of those marquee other guys goes there. Yeah, and well, Kyrie yeah, and if, him. If, okay, sure. If Kyrie and goes there, he goes there. If AD goes worse, there, he goes there. I think you can squeeze in a DeMarcus Cousins as well in L.A. I think they can have four. You could, but the problem is, does he really work with what you're trying to do? Yes, because he's DeMarcus Cousins. A healthy DeMarcus Cousins works with whatever you're trying to do. And no the Lakers didn't asked. make the playoffs, so I guess yeah. this, that no, answers that, right? No questions asked. He'll work with whatever they're trying to do. Uh, Kemba Walker, do you have M going anywhere but Charlotte? Honestly, I think he's staying in Charlotte. Yeah. It's too much money to pass money. up. And, like, he's not going to win. It's, it's okay not winning and making a ton no, of money. No, because, unfortunately for Kemba, he's not 6'10". Yeah. So, therefore, he... He's the best small guard. There's well, you know, one of the best small guards in the league, but that's not doing it anymore. So, no. He's staying there. He's going to resign, take the max dollars. I'm happy for Kemba. Enjoy your life. That's, that's the same thing. Let's let him go. You know what I'm saying? No more dream. Don't dream of Kemba. No. He's staying. He's no, staying. No, he's going to end up like Melo. Yeah, just, just leave him there. Let him do his thing over there. Uh, D'Angelo Russell. Resign with uh, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the same you know thing. Why, you know why I think he'll do that? Mm-hmm. Because it's looking like this could be his team. So if I'm him, you, you I'm trying to, to I'm trying to stay there. In there. Now, Brooklyn's also talking to Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. See, that's both of them. Great. Okay. I think D'Angelo Russell is the trade bait, and he's gonna move in the Anthony Davis trade no matter what he does. If he signs there, they'll move him in that, and if not, he'll have to go somewhere else because Brooklyn will have their feet in there somehow. Well, you're 100% right about that because he's their best player right now, yep. so he's 100% trade bait. And any discussion that involves those other guys, which are all more premier players yep. this offseason, yes, he would be probably part of a package. He's the guy that... Took if me. they had to. Yes. I, I think... I don't know if he can sign before that happens, but if I were him, I'd try to take like max money for Brooklyn right away because I don't think any team is trying to give him max outside of Brooklyn. No. Right? And if they don't land... Kyrie, KD, like they don't have a big draft pick. I don't think. Like I don't know what they're gonna do. Then they just then they resign D'Angelo and they keep keep yeah. it moving. Like they, they yeah, keep getting making the playoffs, getting dust yeah. in the first round. Like um, Chris Middleton, do you see him leaving Milwaukee? Um, maybe. Yeah, but I don't think he's interested in doing that. Yeah. I don't necessarily think Milwaukee is either. Right. I think that's more situational based off what might become available. Right. So For think- either side. So if all of a sudden 
Middleton because of part of something where they can they feel like they can upgrade their team. I think they move him. Yeah. I think if Middleton's just looking at the landscape and he's feeling like maybe at this point it's better for me to take the most money I can get. Right. Then he might leave. But I think Middleton's leaning more towards staying. And I think if you're the team, he might be up in the air if an amazing package comes to you. But I'm going to say Middleton's back in the Bucks. Yeah. I mean, he's a free agent, so he can just leave. He, he could just I, leave. I was, but like, I mean, sign and trade their, him. their team's good, so I yeah. see him looking to, looking to looking re-up to and up. work something out there. Now, I think Milwaukee's not interested in keeping him because they can upgrade. They just went to the conference finals. They can get Jimmy Buckets. Well, I can tell you right now, they want to upgrade. If they're yeah, smart, yeah, they yeah, want yeah, to yeah, upgrade. Right? They could call Jimmy Butler. They can call Tobias Harris. They can call another all-star. Yeah. And, and they're going to call all these right. guys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they're going to call these guys. I mean, now, at the end, though, Milton could head to Brooklyn. He's an all-star. He'll get good money, and that's a good team. They're a good team. It's not. There's nothing wrong with Brooklyn. They could use another shooter. You know, they, he could be an all-star in Brooklyn, right? right? He could be. So I'm like, and possibly they don't. They they got money. It's one of those like, um, I don't know. Malcolm Brogdon is up next. I don't see him leaving Milwaukee. Neither does Nash. I see him just signing once the next again. Phase of that's deal. A, that, you know what the problem is. That's he's not problem, but he's another once again similar to, I guess, in Middleton. Mm-hmm. If he's required. And something that involves them getting a more marquee player, then he's out of there too. It's like I don't, I don't. But I think if you're him, I think he's less inclined to coming back. That that than the Middleton. Middleton than is. Middleton. I think Middleton feels a little bit more part of it than Brogdon does in the sense of like, you know, I, yeah. I, if Brogdon gets, if someone says, "Listen, Brogdon, we're we're ready to make you the next whatever," um, you know, he's uh, out. Yeah, exactly. The next yeah. man in the league, he's out. He's out. He's out. He's so, out. um, I mean. Rookie of the year, I think Milwaukee would look to move Bledsoe and sign him and bring him back. Because Rodgers is more what they do. He can knock down shots. He can defend, do all that stuff. And Bledsoe is a guy that you can, you know, tail off if someone else would take him. So if they trade... Bledsoe signed Brogdon, you're better. That's an improvement at the point. It's a huge improvement. You know what I mean? But I don't know what they're going to they're gonna do. Um, DeMarcus Cousins. Uh, that one's sad. You know what? <laughs> It's funny, you know, if you're, if you're DeMarcus, it's like you were hoping that at this point you were going to re-up for a big contract. Yeah. It's not looking like you're at that point right no. now. <sighs> you're on a good team. If I'm him, I'm looking to stay. In Golden State. If I'm Golden State, I'm looking to keep him. Yeah. Truth is, if I can keep Clay. Yeah. And I got Steph. I need I need Boogie that to solidify down low with and, Draymond and Boogie come on and, there, and especially in the event, good, especially in the season. event of Katie leaving. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah. That's a good matchup. Like to be honest, like if they're gonna lose Katie and you've already and no matter what, nev- and he's him. never played in meaningful games until now. Yeah, I feel like for him, he's definitely. You might get paid a little bit more to go somewhere else, but you're going to be right back to what you were doing before. Square one, missing the playoffs. And now you're going to do it basically as a player that still hasn't rebounded the way you wanted from an injury. Yeah. And now you're not a good. And now you're not in a good team. So I, I don't think Boogie's looking for that. But yeah. money always talks. So we'll when see he what says over. Now what I think is he's in a position now where he can sign another one year small contract, okay, and prove his worth and move. 
But I think he wants to do that with that team. Well, that, so that's a good team to do it with. Great Nash, team to do Nash it with. has the Lakers. I'm going to go with Nash because what if the Lakers make all them moves and get AD? And you need a guy that will play for eight nine mil for that one season. That would be cool. You know what I'm saying? What and about this? What if what if Boogie's what if Boogie wanted to go to Houston Rockets? Would that, that change anything for Houston? No, and I'm just throwing it out there. They like, have to get rid of Capella. I know. I, I, and do you think that he would make them any better? No. Or do you think it make them worse? I I'm not gonna say worse, but I'm gonna say you can't improve because really Harden's got the ball all the time. And Harden's the ball. Chris Paul's the ball. There's two ball hogs on that team. So Cousins can't even get the work in the post he needs. You know what I'm saying? I agree 100%. Now on the Lakers, I know you have AD. I know you have LeBron. But LeBron wants to give up the ball for five minutes at a time and let one guy go to work. He loves that. He does. And plus, okay, this is the beauty of them having those three players. Is that we've already seen the combination of AD and Cousins. Yeah. And clearly, that combination will have success if LeBron's right. added to that element. So that's the beauty of that scenario, for sure. And the Lakers could also add Kyrie, and then everyone else is just on rookie contracts. All I'm saying is, Lakers could build a monster here, and Cousins would be the cheapest aspect of it. Well, you know what? You know the Lakers are all in on trying to do that. But yeah. I just, like, as we already know, it's, it's a business, and once the dollars start getting offered, then everything changes. And if a team, if what if a garbage team is like Cousins, here's twenty million dollars. He probably might take. He, yeah. There's a good chance and just go he back takes to it. Obscurity. There's a good chance he takes it, depending on that market that offers him that money. Charlotte Hornets. Sorry, I'm banking. I'm banking on Charlotte making some moves after they sign Kemba. It. It's man. funny you say that, but you know what? He might take it. If I if I'm him, if I was his friend, I'd tell him don't do it. Don't go go to Lakers. Just, just still be relevant. Like yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you don't like the worst thing you can like you be have in one year in the picture, be in the picture. You know, because if you emerge at any point, yeah, in any of those series and it matters and you all of a sudden are finding your health, like that's the perfect scenario. So it's like winning on a bad team just doesn't, doesn't matter. Really he already right. did it. So yeah, I hear but, you. But hey. uh the last one is Nikola Vucevic. Oh, what's his, what's his situation? He's a, a full free, free agent yeah, this year? Yeah, everyone on this list is just free agents. They can just leave. Well, he's just... i tell you right now. Wherever the paper's at, he's going. Yeah, yeah. he's taking the I think so. Dollars. I think he's taking the leave. If you're him, you have to. Uh, Nash has the Clippers. But I don't think he wants to be part of an old, dusty team. I think he wants to be part of a young, upstart team. I think he wants to be part of whoever's going to give him the most money. But mm. if you factor that in with who has a good chance... Okay, put it this way. I think Nash's idea of seeing the Clippers isn't bad, especially if they... Could land Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Then there's a very now, good land. Now then like, now he okay, wants to go now, there. Now exactly. You know? So it's like, that's not necessarily far off. But I, if I had to pick, I just think he's a wild. He's definitely out of the whole group. Yeah. The one guy that should be about the money. I mean. Why not? That's right? all it's about for him. I think that he's going to get a call from like the Sacramento Kings. Who are on the cusp of the playoffs. But if they're not going like this, in the half court, they, they slow right down. And you get a guy that specializes in half court and helping those guys yeah. put it together. He's gonna get called from yeah. I think he's gonna get calls from like those mid level teams. Yeah. And the high level teams. I don't think any of the low end teams are wasting their time. No. But if if you're a high end team and you think you can plug in a guy that's gonna come in and hit some shots and do that, they're gonna be looking for his services as well. It's just a lot of them are gonna have less money to offer exactly. versus some of those mid range teams. So yeah. that's where I think he's gonna end up there. He's gonna end up because okay. of the money. But not a contender, though? Not a perennial contender? I don't contender. think he'd be unnecessarily a perennial contender. Yeah. No. Okay. If he does it, it's at the last moment because they like 
they've added the pieces they needed. Now it's now like, they, okay, here okay, we go. Throw some dollars at this yeah, guy. Yeah, that's how he cool. gets in. I'm hoping for the Sacramento Kings. I'm hoping he takes them into like a playoff team now. Would it be Cause interesting? Because awesome. they're young, you yeah. know what I mean. So be kind of cool. Well, Portland just lost Nurkic, and I don't know if he's gonna be back next year. Because when you break your femur, every broke, it's two or three years to come back. Yeah, they might go. But I mean, they're already capped out. But they maybe they go all in and sign Lucevic for a couple of years. I don't maybe. know. Maybe. Wow. Yeah, they're in a precarious position. I can say that much. Yeah, that's real. Um, that's oh, oh no, last one, Vince Carter. Ah, we know it. My man Vince is coming back for one more year. Um, do you think there is mutual interest in Vince Carter coming to Toronto for his swan song season? Yes. I think there is a little bit. Yeah. I, I I think if you're Vince, I think you have definite interest. Yep. I think if you're Toronto Raptors brass, you've definitely had the conversation and you're just wondering in in light of what's happening with this current team and if you do win, how do you just integrate it all in a package that like makes sense? Yeah. But I, I, I think I think Vince definitely would probably want to pursue it and I think Toronto's open to the idea, possibly, if 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 it works. But that's I mean, how I look at it. You're going to get a serviceable shooter at the league minimum. The fans are definitely into you, it. I was gonna say, and the fans are definitely the into people it. People that are most, the fans are 100% into Cause it. Because I'm into it. Yeah. I'm into it. You, I, I want to see that. If you were the GM, you do it. If I was a GM, I, I definitely, you definitely do it. definitely do it. Okay. So we know. I think you speak for the fans. I think the fans are in. I think Vince Carter is in as well. I think the team is like, though, is he a distraction for what we're trying to do here? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, is Kawhi going to be like, we don't need that. We just need to win basketball. Exactly. Games. And that's and that's now where I think, that's where we hit that, the, the stop button. When it's yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah, let's yeah, figure. Yeah, yeah. I think it's that. If they win a championship, right? It's it'll be awesome to add events and have him do his thing in the last year. But it's like, you're defending your championship at the same time as this guy's retirement party. That's a bit of a distraction. If they don't win, now it seems like it might be more fitting. Right. Because now you don't have the distraction of I'm being defending champions. But you're if, trying to get back there and win, but you're not defending champs. But if you win, so if you don't win and Kawhi leaves, now when you do it, is it just like a big downer? doesn't matter what goes on right now. Like we had our chance, we blew it. You know what I'm saying? No, I still think it'd be good. But this is another question. If we don't win, Kawhi leaves, does Vince still care about being retired here? It's a different. It's a different match at that point. Like is Vin, is Vince is Vince only reason for wanting this, and not only reason, but like a big part of outside of like being initially with the Raptors. Do you think it's also because they're a good team? Because I mean, he could have came back so many times before and never did. Because because what if Vince comes back and we go back to the finals and he wins a championship and then he goes out with a chip? You know, and guys have done it. It would be the best story, right? I, everyone would be happy about that That's if that saying. could happen. Be happy all around. If you can get some playoff burn too. I mean, he won't. But like, what if he could? I can only say, I can honestly say, I think that if there's strong enough interest, I wouldn't be surprised if both sides somehow find a way to like want to make it happen. If we win this championship, I'll go as far as to say it will happen. I'll go that far. I have to say, because just another attraction, you'll sell tons of Carter jerseys. Everyone will love it. He'll do a between the legs dunk in practice. Everyone will go nuts. Then he'll take his spot on the 14th or 15th spot in the game. Well, the beauty, I was about to say, the beauty of this time of Carter's career is that he knows himself. He's not looking to do any, like, he will, he literally would probably be a great fit. He's going to knock down a couple shots here and there. Like, it, you know what? If, if I'm Toronto, 
brass i should it. be all i want to be all in on that i think they should do it every time that it's guy a good takes feeling. a three everyone's gonna be like oh, if yeah. he gets a breakaway oh, right i mean i do it you're yeah. selling more seeds yeah. it makes sense and he's used to his role so he's not going to be coming and disturbing and what the team does like, no, exactly that's not him right and i don't know i feel like it's a great fit Unless Kawhi says it's not, and then sorry. We well, can't okay. Do it. If Kawhi says it's not, if it's Kawhi not. If Kawhi says happening. no, then we're not doing Kawhi, it. Kawhi, you're the king of the north. Yeah. Just in case you listen to yeah. this. As king of the north, you can decide. Do you want to bring Carter back or not? Gosh. Um, any other things the NBA you want to touch on? Uh, not much. I just want to say that like this season has been a great season. And not only because obviously I'm a Toronto Raptor fan and Toronto's are in the finals, but we saw a little shake up to the narrative that we thought would be Golden State just coming and kind of wiping through the floor with what was currently available. I mean, they kind so. of did. The only surprise for Golden State is they lost two to the Clippers in the first round. No, but I mean just the overall the overall feel of the season. Yeah, that's true. They, they didn't necessarily feel as dominant. They, they, they clearly acted like a team that already knew the process of getting to the finals. Yeah. So their foot was never on the gas to like finish in a certain place. It's just... Let's get there, and then we'll form ourselves Figure to do what out. we got to do when yeah. we get there. So this season, because of that, it was fun to see teams like Denver, you know, the Denver series, uh, you know, Portland. Like, just watching other teams in the West kind of emerge and look like, if there was a fall of a dynasty, yeah, there yeah, is yeah. some other guys so that are going to keep it interesting. team that could take over. Exactly. Um, I feel like a lot of series were really exciting. Obviously, the, the Philly series was crazy, like, yep. exciting. The downfall of Boston was a huge talking point through yep. the whole season, right? Um, Houston falling apart with having the chance again with again, Katie even hurt. I know, and, and because of they could did it with Katie last year, they had a chance to, to eliminate them. The fact that they did worse this year that was a shocking point. Huge shock. Yep. Um, Denver surviving the San Antonio series and watching DeRozan go down in Game Seven and ever make you know that's unfortunately why we made the trade. You know, yep. um, that coming to light was crazy. Um, it was a, a great playoffs, a boring season, but a great, playoffs. great playoffs. A lot of growth. A lot of teams that have been around and we're seeing them yeah. now look like they're taking their shape and form. So yeah, it's been, it was a great, definitely a good playoffs. Yeah, and I feel like we're we're also on the verge of seeing like a better Milwaukee next year, a better Philly next year, um, the same Toronto coming. Obviously, a better Denver Nuggets next year. Exactly. A bunch of teams like now they know what the plan is and they know they're right on the cusp. With a ton of free agents, next year is looking crazy promising. Yeah, exactly. The league is looking like it's taking shape. The next few, the ne- honestly, the next five years are looking really good yep. for the NBA. Yeah. Um, the draft? Interested in that at all? I am. But I mean, just how I am at, I, I always. I mean, this this draft isn't any more special. Yeah. Well, you get you got Zion. I think the most interesting, the only thing that I'm interested about this draft, I'm interested to see what happens with the Knicks between the off season and the draft. Yeah, I'm interested in the Knicks. Do you think? Do you think they take RJ Barrett? A hundred percent. I don't know if they're a hundred percent in on him, but I think right now he's their front runner. Right. You think the Mecca of basketball is going to take a Canadian player and hope he's going to take him to the next level? That's tough. I don't. I. Th- I think. I think that's that's completely like the narrative. Like the idea of these Canadian. I don't think that even matters. Don't I don't. Care. I don't. They're not thinking about that. No. No. He went to Duke. He played with Zion. Like he's yeah. he's he's legit. Yeah. I, I don't. I. I mean, and and at the same time, look, Andrew Wiggins was once a you know yep. a former first round pick. While he maybe not have they reached sent a certain him to, level to of Minnesota. Sure. And and I'm just more looking at like, well, you look at a guy like Andrew. Yes, maybe there's some potential, maybe missed or whatever. But it's like. 
RJ has that same level of upside, if not greater, and already right. shows a different level of work ethic that I think I think if you're New York and based off who you might be adding in this offseason, yeah. New, York, New York's feeling you're really, the really good. Yeah, player. I get that. Definitely. That, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, okay, well, I'll just do three, two, then one. Um, the Memphis Grizzlies are going to take Ja Morant, and I... I think he's I Russell think Westbrook should. day one. I think they should. What are going to do with Mike Conley's $33 million contract? They already knew what they were trying to do. They need yeah. to move it because of his age. Yeah. And, his, his and, and him wanting to compete. He It's not it's not just a one-way thing. It's two. It's yeah. two parties kind of wanting to separate, but I see the money is part of the issue. He deserves to play in a playoffs. Exactly. And they're, probably not and they're ready to there. do a restart with right. some new guys. So Yeah. Um, do you think that... New Orleans should try Anthony Davis and Zion Williamson. No. Just because he doesn't want to be there. 80, 80's out. Yeah. 80's out. And he's been out for a long time now. A year now. and a half the idea, The idea that you're going to get a rookie. To put beside him. It's not. It's it's just not. No. It's over. It's you over. don't want Zion no, to no. tuck in that situation. No. It, it's just over. It's not. I mean, there's no point. There's, yeah. there's zero point. It should be Zion's team. Zion, you go there, 80s out. That, that's that's it. it. They're not, yeah, there's not going to be anything happening. Um, When LeBron first went to Cleveland, remember like Ricky Davis was there and that Ricky Davis thought it was his team and stuff like that. Are you going to see that with Zion or is he going to come on the court and, and and guys like Drew Holiday be like, this is my team? Well, if Drew Holiday wants to feel like it's his team, I think he's entitled to, especially right? because he's he's at this point at the pro game, probably still going to be better than Zion Williamson, especially in the first year. Yeah. Even if Zion's putting up big numbers, just a guy that's he's going to be putting up big numbers a lot, still let off the back of like coaching and guys like Drew and other veteran guys. So I'm fine with Drew feeling like his his team, but if he had any sense and he wants to stay there long term, it's obviously in the you plan. Gotta know. <laughs> the, well, the plan would be to develop obviously Zion into that player, and obviously you you're gonna take the role that you're supposed to take yeah. behind him for right. sure, for that, sure. That's gonna go that way. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like with all the pieces we're gonna be adding there, like that team's gonna have trouble figuring themselves out. Because if you're you're trading Anthony Davis, you're you're gonna get probably four or five guys back that aren't even bad players. They're decent plus picks. So now you're just building this crazy team around it, and you have the number one pick, and this guy's supposed to be the next superstar in the league, but everyone else is new guys. We but that's um, honestly that's the best. You think it's it's a, not a bad scenario. It's not the best scenario, but it's not horrible either because they're still in rebuilding stage. So at least instead of having a bunch of veterans who might be stuck in their ways, you get a chance to like mold and create like a new a new you know a new, new team culture and go from there. Right. And he can lead that culture, so to speak. So it's not. I don't think it's necessarily a bad idea. But this is where their GM has a lot of work ahead of him yeah. because. You're trying to build it around a guy that still has to prove himself, himself on the NBA out. floor. Yeah. So I mean, you need a lot of shooters. You need yeah. defense around him. I don't know how he plays defense. I understand he can make a spectacular block here or there. Yeah. But he's 285 pounds. He won't be and he's been doing everything player. he's been doing in college. Like once you get to the NBA, it's a different game. It's well, a program. So yeah. he's gonna have to deal with Figure the curve and we'll go from the there. Speed of league and stuff like that. I don't know. Here's what I'm saying. I'm saying Zion Williamson will not win rookie of the year. I think Zion Williamson will have to find an NBA game. And I think that it's going to be a tough first year for him in New Orleans because there is no structure for him to walk into there. Um, and I think because that market is small, the media is not going to be on him as much. They're going to be on him, but the praise that he could have got heaped on him if he ended up in a place like New York. Yeah. 
my it, like well obviously it goes both ways it, there'd be a lot of criticism too at times but I think because he's a rookie and it was New York and they would be hype they'd do a lot to bring him up yeah in a way that would be much more helpful for him than it's going to be when in he's New in New Orleans he's gonna be dealing with basically what AD had to deal with yeah exactly but yeah you're right about that so now do you think that RJ Barrett's gonna get that same kind of love on the Knicks that Zion would've got if he can produce, yes. Yeah. I mean, it's all about producing. Yeah, anyway, at the end of the day, New York, New York's been starving for a team that's good. But they're but, not going to win. But New Yorkers no ball. So at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Like, you can be whatever name you want to be. If you're not going to do it when you get there, they're not going to be happy. I mean, they're not winning. They're not going to win. No, hey, wait, well, you'd be crazy to think that all of a sudden they should start winning right away. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a build. It's a build. And I, I think that that's, a, that's not a bad piece. But now... If do you KD, think he? Do you think he would be rookie of the year, RJ Barrett? That's another question. Uh, I think he's more likely. I think John Morant. I think John Morant's going to win. It. I think John Morant's going to average damn near triple double. Yeah. So I think he's going to end up being rookie of the year just because he's going to put up Westbrook stats in his first year because that's the kind of player he is. But now, before you were the Knicks, you had Kyrie coming, KD coming potentially. You slot RJ Barrett in. That's amazing. He's a rookie. That's great. But we need you to score. 10, 12, just dunk the ball when you get it. We got superstars to help you out. Mm-hmm. Now, one superstar for sure is not coming. And if he does, he's not going to play. And now Kyrie's probably rethinking his future. Are the Knicks now like stuck? You know? Because, I mean, you can go get a Jimmy Butler, but that means you're going to close the door on a Kevin Durant. You don't want to do that. Of course, you're not going to do that. They're, uh, they're going to, they're, they'll, they'll probably go with taking RJ Barrett. Yeah. A young, good rookie, promising rookie, and then you you add you try. You add your veteran guys like you're supposed to. That's then so, go from there. So you think the Knicks are just gonna sign KD anyway, even though we don't have him that first year? Yeah. Yeah. And then Kyrie. Insurance policy. Yeah. We do have yeah, him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they have him. That's or they do have him. Uh, so yeah, yeah. I think I think they probably will. That's hilarious. I think they will. Just just because because this is the thing. You don't make the move on him. He's now rehabbing over the year. Let's just say his rehab goes way better than we thought. Yeah, they Cousins could came back in less. They than could year. very well be out of the running, or not out of the running, but the whole conversation changes. Whereas if you already dedicate yourself to him as a hurt player, that's a good sign. Yeah, already. the Knicks are like, like don't if, worry, like, coming, don't like worry, if everything King's works coming. out for him and he comes back, yeah. he's gonna respect that you were. That's how you were dealing yeah, with him. Yeah, so yeah, 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 that's true. There's you points know, to be won. Round yeah, points, it's points to, be won. to be won. Exactly. So we'll see how it goes. All right. Well, we're out of questions. We are gonna get out of here. Um, this is the Zero Series, and we just, I guess, broke down the NBA and the offseason that's going to come. Totally, man. Thanks for having me. It was sick. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. 
Get back to your life with CBD Medic. Available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.